everyone, and welcome to the Movie Shed Podcast. I am, of course, your cinema-loving, shed-dwelling host, Mike. Man, how many freaking streaming services do we need? Seriously. There seems to be a new one popping up. Like gophers out of a hole. And they're expecting us also to pay individual prices for each individual streaming service. Here's the thing. We kind of asked for this way back when. When uh, there was this talk of why do we have to get this bundle of channels from Provider X? Why can't you just give us a carte blanche approach? Give us a la carte choosings of channels. You let us give give us a choice of what channels we want and we'll pay for those. Well, it seems we got our wish. Because now major companies, Disney Plus, now uh, Paramount, who took over uh, CB... No, was it CBS? No, 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 no. It was one of them. It was one of the... It took over another streaming service and became Paramount Plus or whatever crap it's called. Uh, What else is there? HBO Max. I'm sure Showtime is in there. Going to be coming... I think Showtime has one now, too. I can't even keep up. All because of a little company called Netflix, which came out of nowhere and revolutionized the idea of watching films. Just films. And then the idea of adding TV shows. Originally, it was just old TV shows. But they added them, and soon people were able to... A new term, binge-watch. Old shows and movies. Incredible. And they were paying a a, a simple price to watch these movies and television shows. Before too long, the big companies, realizing that there was money to be made, to be squeezed from the public, immediately jumped all over this. The first attempt, of course, was Hulu. Oh, Hulu. Is there anything you can do? Apparently not. Because, hell, they just recently... uh, axed their free service. You know, it had the ads and tons and tons of ads. I know, I tried it once and it was like, it was more ads than it was show. I tried to watch an episode of Futurama. It's a TV show that lasts without the commercial breaks about 27 28 minutes give or take. Everyone likes to think it's 30, it's not. It's under, you know, between 25 and 28 minutes. And I ended up watching two episodes worth of ads to watch one episode of Futurama with the free version. That's insane. Well, they've axed that. Okay, great. Well, you have to pay a fee in order to use it. Okay. Oh, by the way, all the really good stuff that we have, it's behind a paywall. You see, this is where Hulu really fell down. You see, Hulu had uh, major 
uh, holders from different media companies, one of which, of course, is Disney. Disney did this as, because, because uh, of a spat with Netflix. Netflix had, you know, pretty cherry deals with a lot of these companies, uh, Stars Media, uh, Disney, and a few others, for their older stuff. And then when they saw Netflix was making tons and tons of cash on their stuff, they got pissy and they wanted more money. And Netflix said no. So contracts were not renewed. And lo and behold, Hulu was born. And it's been struggling ever since. Mainly because throughout its lifetime, these same companies were, unsurprisingly, behind the scenes trying to engineer their own streaming services. Shocker of shockers, I know. But they did. To compete against the giant new colossus known as Netflix. So Hulu languish, and languishes still. I mean, it still has the crap that none of the other major studios that, you know, have have a stake in this thing even care about. So Hulu subscribers are kind of left to fend for themselves, or, if much better, if you were to go ahead and spend a little extra money, then you can get the good stuff behind this paywall. But not that paywall. But this paywall? Oh yeah. But you want that stuff? You're going to have to get another f pay another fee, and then you can get behind that paywall. <sighs> so Hulu's a failure, at least in my estimation as a business venture. But then you had, you know, Disney Plus that came out. Disney, synonymous with children's films. It's been a big juggernaut over the decades. It uh, acquired Pixar, so it has some fresh influence in there. It managed to trounce its, uh, its old rivals over at DreamWorks. It, you know, metaphorically speaking, I mean, they, they, DreamWorks hasn't won like an award for any of their stuff in ages. Pixar, however, runs away with them. Though, what was that one? I think it was Blue, was it Blue Sky Animation? They destroyed them. The guys who made Ice Age? Yeah. Do you see them anywhere? I know I don't. Now I see that kind of stuff with uh, DreamWorks. So, mm hmm. But Disney came out with its own streaming service, Disney Plus. Seems like a good idea. You know, kid friendly, kid family friendly streaming service to get all of your uh, child needs, really. All the latest and greatest, as well as very classic Disney films. Because, of course, a lot of adults grew up on Disney. I know I did. There's a lot of old Disney films I remember watching. Uh, no, there's not going to be a Song of the South. If Just in case you were wondering. Uh, but a lot of the others were going to come out. Seems like a good idea. Right up until Disney kind of went nuts and decided it really needed to get some new stuff out there quickly. Well, how do we get new stuff out quickly? Because we can't do that, can we? 
wait, I know, we'll take some of our classic stuff and redo them as live action. That sounds like a winner. Yeah. Right. It worked okay with Beauty and the Beast. I didn't watch it. I didn't care. And then, of course, there was the live-action version of The Lion King, which was bad. The live-action of Mulan, which was bad. I'm not really sure what they're going to pull next. I kind of do. I've seen the lineups. But then they've gone and they've also acquired, you know, Mar the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They have the MCU. They purchased that ages ago. And then the more recent purchase, of course, was the Star Wars and LucasArts. And they royally screwed up the Star Wars films. They've redeemed... I wouldn't say Disney's redeemed itself. Dave Filoni and John Favreau... Uh, Filoni and Favreau, they definitely pulled it back from the brink, as it were, with first the finishing of the Clone Wars, which had gone unfinished originally, and with the Mandalorian. I've heard that the Bad Batch was, you know, it's kind of hit and miss, but, you know, it's like, well, you kind of have to give them some leeway here. At least it's not atrocious. I'm willing to take that. There's uh, more stuff in the works. Of course, Disney's going to pump out as much as they possibly can because they need to try and make good on the outrageous investment. Hmm. Disney. I'm saving, I'm saving a special thing for Disney later. None in this show. Another show. All about Disney. We'll see. Anywho. So now we have all of these various things uh, with the new Paramount Plus service they now have the Joy of Joys uh, Star Trek Discovery STD it, it's about as fun as an STD uh, yeah I don't much care for it I hated Picard oh my god I hate Picard so so much that show was awful Paramount has it, and I'm sure they're thinking it's going to be a huge draw, even though it's consistently lost viewership over and over and over again, from episode to episode. It's like it started out strong, kind I okay, strong is, is a wrong word. It started out lukewarm, and then progressively got colder, let's just say. So, Paramount has those two big piles of shit it's sitting on fantastic and not much else going for them HBO Max uh what is on HBO Max you see if I can't think of what's on HBO Max that's worthwhile there's nothing worthwhile on HBO Max I'm sure someone will tell me somewhere that there's this particular show, and it's awesome. Oh, it's on HBO Max. If I don't care about it, I don't care about it, so... I don't know. HBO Max, I'm sure, has something that they're clinging on to with their teeth and toenails. But I couldn't tell you. 
I honestly can't think of one. Uh, the other... And then you also have the plethora of free, quote-unquote, streaming services. Uh, some of them are more interesting than others. Some of them have been around for a, quite a while, actually. Uh, Crackle being one of them. Crackle was around for... Whoo, it's It's been around for a long time. I want to say probably since... Ooh, when? Probably early the early mid 2000s around the time Netflix was starting to starting to really take off is when I've seen Crackle when I first saw it and signed on to it and Crackle's not bad yeah it has ads much like the free version of Hulu used to but they weren't they were almost as egregious almost they've really toned it down now and really streamlined it so it's not so bad it's more like watching a YouTube, an overly long YouTube video or one of the free uh, YouTube movies, free with ads. YouTube's gotten into the game, too. I mean, why not? It's what they do, streaming services and all. Then you have Tubi, which is T-U-B-I. Uh, they have a lot of B-movies on there. So... Um, I don't mind it. I actually like B-movies. I think they're hilarious. A lot of them are. A lot of them are terrible. Terribly funny. There, I, I have like an entire page of the things on my Roku. What were the other ones? See, Crackle, Tubi, uh, Pluto TV, of course, uh, Netflix. I long since got rid of Hulu. Amazon Prime, there's another one. You pay a service that they give you some extra extra stuff and they and instead of a monthly it's a yearly thing but they also give you free shipping so that that's cool and they don't have bad stuff on there there's a lot of good stuff i mean i like the grand tour and clarkson's farm which i finally got to finish which is awesome i mean it's awesome i got to finish it the show's actually pretty good i have to admit i might talk about it at some point uh the, t the whole, I used to watch uh, a lot of the old Top Gear stuff, but man, they were so, we'll play, you know, this series, you know, series 5 to series 12, but then 13, 14, 15, and 16 are behind some kind of weird paywall, and then 17, 18, and then all the new stuff that had like Matt LeBlanc and things, that's free. No one wants to watch it, but we have it, and you can watch it as a Prime member. That's garbage. Whatever. There, is, there was an absolute... Uh, oh, I remember. It was... Uh, there was Horizon TV. There's FLCL. No, no. That's Fooly Cooly. Never mind. Not FLC... FCL. That's it. And what was the other one? Uh... Then you have the educational stuff like uh, Curiosity Stream, which I actually have, and I, because I'm, I'm a big fan of documentaries, I watch it a lot. So yeah, there there is a ton of things. Do we do we really need all of them? Of course not. We don't. We don't need it. 
Uh, I know some people are really complaining pretty hard. Oh, there's too much crap. Here's the thing. This is what I've been doing. If it's free, why not? It's not costing you a dime. Might as well. If it's a paid-for service, look through its catalog as best you can. Netflix, not so much. Uh, Amazon Prime, uh, not so much. But things like HBO Max, uh, Paramount Plus, Disney Plus, the ones from the major, the major studios, look at those and look through their particular catalogs. Is there enough stuff that you like to watch? If the answer is yes, there's tons of stuff on this one that I love to watch, then I think it would be worth purchasing. With Within reason, if the price is reasonable. Reasonable, will, of course, is subjective, and that is up to you what is reasonable. But hey, I'm not here to judge. I'm a penny pincher, so I like a lot of free stuff. And inexpensive things. Why am I a Netflix fan? Let's just not get into that. The... That the, the thing is, is you want to look at these things much like what we were looking at with the cable and satellite providers. We wanted an a la carte menu. Well, now we have it. You are given this huge smorgasbord of various streaming services and the stuff that they are offering. Pick and choose. If it's a paid-for service and there's like maybe a thing that might be worth watching, but that's really it, then pass. Oh, HBO Max, they had the uh, Game of Thrones, which is over, and the last season pissed everyone off, so there's that. (laughs) HBO Max, there's just nothing on there for me. I've long since made my a la carte decisions. Same with Paramount Plus. We're just not doing that. But if there's a streaming service, then it has a lot of stuff that you like. And if the price is reasonable to you, then you can pick it up. Uh, Like I said, there's a number of free ones that you can get. There's, you know, as I've, I've said all the ones that, you know, I can mention off the top of my head. I don't have my list here of freeze but if you have a roku device i mean hell just go to streaming free it'll show them trust me it's worth it to go through that and then you can pick and choose what it is you want you want something solely for movies well there's a number of choices out there for you that are paid and free you can mix and max how you want you if you really really enjoy disney Disney Plus is the obvious route for you. If you're really big into any of the other genres, there's a number of pl- number of places that will do. I mean, there's the horror. I think it's called the Horror Network or Horror TV, something like that. And it's nothing. It streams nothing but horror films from everywhere, which is awesome. So you have more than enough choices. Pick and choose. You have, we fought for the a la carte, now we got it. (sighs) 
still, it's a lot of choices. And sometimes it does feel like you're going up to a salad bar and half of the selections are lettuce. But that's just me. Ooh, hell, I think that's going to be it for me for today. So it's time to close up the old shed, but I will see y'all next time.